Alright, alright, welcome to another week of Ryan is Super Strong, the podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen with our weekly intro section, and this episode, this week, will be episode 21 with my great dear friend, Tim Joe. You might remember Tim off of the show Neighbors. Um, I can't remember if that was NBC or ABC, I'm bad at that kind of information on the top of my brain, but it was on network, (laughs) and it was an awesome show. He played Reggie Jackson, and is an awesome guy. Uh, We played together, or still do, uh, sometimes in the band Animals of Kin, with Ryan Donahue and more, Um, and that's where we initially met, and then we just became great friends. He's a class act and a great, uh, multi-talented guy who I love very much. I'm very excited to have him on this show this week. I think you all will really enjoy him. Um, as far as things that I can hype for him here, uh, he plays in a band with our mutual friend Charlie Saxton. Um, and their band is called Much Better, Much Better Band. You can find them on Facebook. I don't think they have an Instagram yet. I might be totally wrong on that. I searched for it, but I couldn't find it. Uh, but Facebook, check that out. Uh, they have all their dates and stuff there. Uh, but they will be playing in February a couple times coming up. Um, they're playing at the Nightlight in Oakland, California, February 5th. And that's 21 and up. Uh, then they're playing the Guitar Merchant in Canoga Park, California on February 6th. Uh, and that's all ages. So if you want to check out Tim playing guitar with a badass punk band, uh, that's and the mutual friend Charlie Saxton uh, is the is the leader of that band. It's a really awesome, fun band. Um, so check them out. Much better on Facebook and all that. And uh, you can find Tim at Hello Tim Joe on all social media, Twitter and Insta- Instagram and all that. So check him out. Follow him. He also is the owner with his wife Hannah of their dog Andrew, who is uh, I follow him on Instagram. Uh, he's more famous than most people that I know. <laughs> uh, the little dog Andrew I can't on Instagram. Follow him and look at that cute little puppy. Um, we actually talk about puppies on this episode as well, so get ready for that. You know, I like to talk about that. It's a good hot topic for the show. Um, I think that's all the things for Tim. Uh, as for me, I, I, I will plug a few shows I'm doing this week. Um, this is Tuesday. You guys are hearing this or this is coming out. So I'm playing at Bardot in, in Los Angeles on Friday evening uh, at 8 o'clock with the artist Tara Louise. She's a singer-songwriter here in town, and you might, if you follow, uh, like, you know, pop culture and stuff, if you've seen the Postmodern Jukebox just came out with a, like, a uh, Beach Boys kind of flavor rendition of NSYNC's Bye 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 and some other stuff, so um, that just that just hit the internet a couple weeks ago, and it's, it's been hyped by Ashton Kutcher and uh, Lance Bass, and all these people are hyping this video that's been going around, and, she, and Tara Louise is the singer. So I'm playing with her on Friday night at 8 at, at Bardot. And then on Monday night, I'll be playing at the Dresden with past guest Lori Pasqualino at 8.30. Uh, playing with uh, with her on Monday night at 8.30. And then right after that, we're opening for Angela Mawazy, who you've heard a million times on this. You've heard her name on this podcast a crap load of times. And there's a little sneak peek. You might be hearing from her in the next few weeks, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, she's playing right after us, uh, so it's going to be a very fun night, and guess who's her guitar player and, and band leader? Nathan Kent! Well, regular strength Nathan's going to be there playing, too, so, and actually I think he'll be playing with Lori as well. Um, 
So yeah, it's just going to be a fun night of hanging around. We're all going to be playing music and listening to great singers, you know, and hanging around. So Monday night at the Dresden, um, that's the 25th, of, yeah, Monday the 25th of January. So if you feel like you're in the L.A. area and want to come see some music on Friday or Monday, I'll be playing those spots, uh, and those are public performances, so, you know, come out and get a drink and hoot and holler and listen to good music, okay? Um, I think that's all for the hyphen for today. Um, as usual, please go to uh, iTunes and rate and review the podcast if you can, and follow all the Instagram and social media for the web uh, for the podcast. And uh, I think that's all for today. So uh, it's a little bit gray and rainy in LA, but you know what? That's not getting me down. You know, that's not gonna get me down this week. You know why? Because Tim Joe's on the show this week. So get ready to enjoy the freaking show. Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am super strong. Today's strength level is Mastodon. Nathan, do you know what a Mastodon is? I do. What is it, Nathan? Can you explain to the audience how strong I am today? Uh, well, you're strong enough that you're extinct. Oh, okay. That's fun. That's kind of a funny little twist on how strong I am. Well, a Mastodon's a big old dinosaur, and that's uh, that's that's how strong I'm feeling today. Feeling I woke up feeling strong, and I've been walking around all day as a dinosaur might, from tree to tree, from hill to hill, seeing my dinosaur friends and family. <laughs> uh, today I have a very special guest, and he knows a little something about dinosaurs. I would say. We'll get into that and why, what I mean by that and how, <laughs> how I mean that. Uh, all, but actually, I did want to mention that uh, we, have, uh, we have another person in the room today. We have intern Liam. I said Liam, but I meant Neil. <laughs> it's like Liam, but backwards. <laughs> I don't know why it's a Liam. And with an N, not an N. It's actually nothing it's, like Liam. Sorry, Neil. I'm horrible at names. And for some reason, I just looked at you and your face just said Liam to me all of a sudden. During that exchange, I'm so sorry, but this is intern Neil, who's in. He's running the. He's running the the computer today, and Nathan, uh, regular strength Nathan, is just chilling on the chair with a microphone, acting as if this is, he owns the place. Which I guess he kind of does. <laughs> so, uh, Nathan's not in his regular place, but we got intern Neil, who I'm just going to start calling Liam. And uh, but more importantly, we have the guest for the day, who I'm very excited to have in, my good friend. Koala, Tim Joe. Hello. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah. yeah. Tim. So, Tim, um, this is a, a point once I've int- introduced the guest where normally I'll talk about who are you, uh-huh. you know, and how do I know you, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to share, like, who are you? What do you do? You're an actor, right? Uh I am, uh, well, I was a former bandmate of yours. Maybe current right. still, but yeah. in hibernation right now. We're in hibernation. Uh, That's actually kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. To consider yeah, we are, yeah, we are in hibernation. Uh, yeah. But I, uh, I'm an actor, mm-hmm. and I'm a husband, mm-hmm. and... Uh, yeah, that's about it. 
That's right. We met we met um, together when we were in, uh, playing with the band called Animals of Kin, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. several other future guests for this podcast. I'll just you know wait to introduce them until they're on the show. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But you know, lots of mutual friends. Um, but yeah, Animals of Kin. Mm-hmm. That's why you were the koala in that band. That's still your nickname, basically. Right? Yeah, I think. I think it's maybe somebody looked at me and said, I'm just basically, I look like a koala. And I, right. I, I agree. I mm-hmm. think I just have a koala-like face. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like it. Thank you. And you were... I think when you guys, uh, I think when I first started, I said I would be the river otter. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we stuck with? I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, you guys always call me Ninja. Uh, ninja, yeah. So, which is not necessarily an animal, but River Otter I like because they have a nice thick oily coating on their skin. That well, they are the, the water ninja off them. of the animal kingdom, aren't I they? I would say that. Yeah. I would definitely say that. Some people would say panda, but that's just because they watch yeah. that one cartoon movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pandas are not ninjas. It was an ironic thing. Yeah, I was that. like, look, this could never happen. But everyone really knows that otters are the ninjas of the... Yeah, yeah. specifically River. Yeah. Not sea. Um, yeah, Mastodon, I was speaking about dinosaurs, mm-hmm. uh, the, do you know a lot about dinosaurs? It's my favorite subject growing up. Is it? Oh yeah, I loved it. I got into college writing an essay about Jurassic Park. Yeah, and you, and you, not only do you like Jurassic Park, yeah. but you were kind of married in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Which I went to your wedding in Hawaii. Yeah. And that was in May, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was so insane. That was, a uh, was a great, I mean, my wedding itself from my perspective, I had a miserable time. It was, you know, it's like surviving a Bridezilla attack. He's not You're lying. not really in a good mood. You're still trying to pick up the pieces. Sure. And that's what the wedding felt like. And that's what a few, maybe a month after the wedding felt like still. Yeah. I was still uh, trying to heal from my Bridezilla wounds. But uh, the wedding itself, I think... Uh, well, Godzilla was filmed in that same place. It was. <laughs> kind of so, uh, those were Hannah's footprints. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I think as the months go on, I, I, I do love the wedding and I do feel real lucky. Yeah. And uh, it was I, a beautiful experience for all your guests, man. incredibly beautiful. So I think that's what we wanted the most was we, we wanted to show a side of Hawaii to our guests that, that they hadn't seen yet. It's really difficult to mm-hmm. see the specific places that we went to. That was really awesome. Yeah. It was like a 40-minute trek to the location then 40 minutes up to the mountains. It literally was Jurassic Park. I mean, I like when I remember sitting in the wedding and being like, there's going to be a dinosaur here. Yeah, you guys were on the <laughs> set of Jurassic World. Yeah. That was a set piece. It was so cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed being there. Um, Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, I will say, though, during the time when I was, you know, the days leading up to the wedding were tough. So uh-huh. all I could really do to like escape the world, uh, escape the Bridezilla, was just get on my phone. Yeah. And one of the, my favorite things was to go on Snapchat or on Instagram and see adventures that everyone was having. And yeah. I think you probably were in the top three people who had the best time yeah. in Hawaii. I had an so amazing time. That made me really I was there happy. for like a week, yeah. coursing around with a bunch of friends I have down there. Yeah. And just exploring the island of uh, Honolulu. Yeah. That made me feel really good. Or is it Oahu? Uh, we were on... Oahu. Oahu. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, right. Oahu. Honolulu so was, was a Hawaii city that we were, yeah, yeah, I was doing all that. And it was super, super fun. <laughs> I but, saw sea turtles in real life for the first time, and that was an amazing day for me. I didn't see anything. <laughs> I didn't even touch the water. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Uh, oh, man. Well, at least, you know, at least your guests had fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I keep saying. At least my guests had fun. Uh, that, we didn't even post the pictures until, like, 
six months later because yeah. we were just so bitter about it all. It was like, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was bitter about it all, but <laughs> Hannah just had a whole different experience. She loved the wedding, but she's a perfectionist, and uh-huh. the wedding was not perfect in her eyes. Mm. So it took her a little bit of time to get over that. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I just got tagged in a picture from the wedding like yeah, fun. two days ago. <laughs> yeah, so both of us were like, oh, the wedding looked like it was a lot better than, than yeah. it was in our memory. Yeah, you guys are stressed out. Yeah, but it was, it was super stress. fun. It was cool. Um, so let's get into the hard questions. On this yeah. podcast, we ask really hard stuff, and we get to the hard issues, and that's something that my, my listeners mm-hmm. have come to know me for. Yeah. What if uh, candy was really great for your teeth? What would I do? Yeah, would you like that? Do you like candy? Uh, I, I, th- I medium like candy, but if it was good for my teeth, I, I would, uh, you know, I would, I would, I would have to. Would you encourage enjoy. children to eat it more? I would. I would encourage it's good them for their to. Teeth. Yeah, I would encourage them to eat candy uh, before bed. Yeah. In bed, have yeah. some candy by their bedstand. First thing in the morning, give them a little energy boost, yeah. skittle boost. Yeah. Nathan, does that sound good to you? I mean, we're assuming that it's still bad for every other part of you, right? Uh, you know what assuming does. Makes an ass out of Uma Thurman. Yeah, we've been over this. We've been over that so times. Yeah. So, oh, so, okay, allow me to phrase this as a question. Is it still bad for you otherwise? Um, I don't know. I didn't put that much thought into it. I mean, because if it's just good for your teeth but still horrible for everything else, no, that still sounds awful. Okay. What's your favorite candy, Tim? My favorite candy? I grew up loving Jolly Ranchers. Mm-hmm. But I'm, t- I'm turning into a, a chocolate guy the uh-huh. older I get. So I really like 85% dark chocolate. Oh, oh, that's like some serious I chocolate. Love, I like 90%, but I think 85 is my favorite. Mm, yeah. 85% dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Tickles, tickles your tongue. They no say way. that every seven years you're a totally different person, like physiologically and oh, emotionally. Oh, I'm different. I'm different. You're, so that you think that, that getting into that cocoa... Yeah, you get in that cocoa. Uh-huh. Get some of that cocoa. Uh-huh. Nathan, are you a different person every seven years? I'm a different person oftentimes three or four times a day. Uh, intern I'm, Liam. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. You've only you're only twenty, so you're about you're about to come up on one more. Yeah. Okay. One more change. He's, He's only about been to two people. Be in the third person. I'm the fourth person right now that I've been twenty eight, so that's I'm Literally, this year, I turned into a fourth Ryan, a fourth mm. version of myself. I think it's the coolest one so far. Yeah, I think so. Actually, it'd be, it's, a, it's probably a close second, but the first, the first version of Ryan was real cool. Like the you like the guy. first version? I think the little guy was pretty cool. Uh, then there was a lot of like a weird stage. Uh, where I was just kind of crappy and lame. Well, I think, <laughs> I think this stage is my best. Yeah. But I'm approaching the middle to end of my fourth stage right now. Yeah. But I think uh, life is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you figure a few things out uh, that the late 20s were terrible, I think, for okay. me. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. these uh, 30s are pretty uh, fantastic. What's up? So in the third, actually, you were, you were in Neighbors, right, uh-huh. to the uh-huh. ABC show for a couple years I played years there. in my second. No, I suppose I was in my... I played 18 in that show, uh-huh. and I was 28 when I first started. Oh, so you were playing your third version of a song. <laughs> yeah, I was playing my third version. But my, my co-star, who I had to kissy kiss, uh-huh. she Ooh. must have been in her... She was 17, so she was at the time. <laughs> but luckily, by the time our kissy kissing Ooh. happened, she was 18. Oh, you say that on, on record. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, all yeah. know. <laughs> just check the paperwork uh-huh. on that one. Uh-huh. 
Oh man, so you had to kissy kiss with somebody in your TV show, and, yeah. and did Hannah, your your now wife, was she stoked about that? Or was you she know, pissed? I, the character itself is so it, it's always gonna have a special place in my heart because it was so me. You played Reggie Jackson. I played Reggie Jackson, mm-hmm. and Reggie Jackson was a a kid who was not really comfortable in his skin. He was uh-huh. a he was an outsider and a yeah he he was an alien. Right. Amongst humans, yeah, and he was very awkward, mm-hmm. but he had a bit of hope inside of him, yeah, uh, and a purity and and a, and a joy and a happiness. He's a real cutie pie. Yeah, and but the character wasn't written like that. Uh-huh. The character was written a little more angsty, a little more angry. Ah, uh-huh. so uh, and I did feel angsty, angry during that audition process, so I did it. Mm-hmm. But as the uh, as as it happens in television, the characters sort of mold to what you bring to it. What, what you bring to it. Yeah. And for some reason, I was, you know, I was terribly depressed during that time. Uh-huh. But for some reason, the character rang true to me to play him joyfully yeah. and happily. Yeah. And that's just sort of what it, the character turned into. So after the first season was over, I was still sort of like the cranky <laughs> asshole that, you know, at the end of the day. But when I saw the season, I was like, why am I playing him so happy and why is it feel so true to me yeah i was like this is like i have like a terrible shell of anger around me (laughs) but this character is is my soul yeah so i I really loved yeah the koala in you yeah my little koala my fuzzy koala fuzzy koala man yeah um if you had a genie what wishes would you wish for from that genie i wish that i passed away before my wife whoa because I don't want to see her pass away before me. Oh, that's really sweet. I would wish that all dogs go to heaven. Whoa. Because I hope to be there. And when when I'm there, I hope he's there with me. Uh-huh. And I hope to... So you're talking about Andrew. Yeah. And I wish I had a time machine so I could see dinosaurs. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be a cool wish. I really want to see dinosaurs. Uh-huh. So it's interesting that the animal of today is Mastodon. Because right. Because I do... I do mm-hmm. love dinosaurs. And yeah, well, I don't have any, creatures. you know, that's it's just what happened today. It was a kind of ironic thing, Mastodon, mm-hmm. on the day that I knew you were into dinosaurs. Yeah. just happened to be how I felt. Yeah. Um, did you have fun in middle school? You grew up in Houston, right? In middle school? Did you like middle school? Yeah, it was okay. I, I was a skater. Uh-huh. So, uh... Skater boy, you said, see you later, boy? Yes, yeah, skater boy, see you later, boy. Did think <laughs> Avril Lavigne was pretty That was probably cute. in your middle school period. I think that, that might have been... Out? Late middle school, maybe early high school for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I remember my first tobacco that I ever smoked was something that I found, you know, as a little skater boy does. Yeah. Was I found It's a Girl cigars in my sister's <laughs> closet. So they must have been 15 years old, 14 years old. <laughs> and I took them over to my friend's cool, pink house. Cigars. And yeah. we thought we were so cool smoking these 15-year-old cigars. Yeah, they were probably That said horrible. It's a Girl on it. Did you throw up? No. Sweet. Yeah, no, I didn't. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't think I smoked a cigar until I was like 18. Good. A cigar. You know. Good. Smoking is bad. Yeah, I've never been into it. Mm-hmm. Um, You ever punched or slapped anybody out of anger? Yeah. Yeah? You've you been in a fight? Yeah, I've been in a fight. What kind of fight? Those were dramatic fights, though. Uh-huh. I got into fights. I grew up my entire life being like, I'm like a sort of a, I'm a weakling. And uh-huh. I'm a small guy. And I've, you know, I, I don't. I avoid fights, but it wasn't until like I was in college when, like, a girlfriend cheated on me and I confronted a guy about it. Ooh, <laughs> and, uh, that'll do it. That was my first fight, and that was as an adult. Uh huh. And then I got into more fights. Did you win as or an did adult. you lose? 
Or I was won. it kind of like a draw? I won that one That's because cool. he backed down. Yeah. He was but, like, look, you're yeah. right. But if he raised the fist at me, he would have knocked me down because I found out later that he was a boxer. Oh, crap. <laughs> so maybe he was doing me a favor by not, not you yeah. know. Put, but we were pushing and we were shoving. We were fighting on stairs, so we're just like ooh on stairs. That's even throw more each dangerous. Other down. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. So I remember to fight him. I had to be up two stairs to be eye, in eye contact with him. <laughs> and then you know, and then, and then I got to another fight because someone called me a, a, a racial term. Oh, uh, and that was in Austin. Mm. And I was with a friend who was like a grandmaster black belt. Cool. So I remember, and I was, I had a little bit of drinks. So I had a lot of confidence. I was yeah. like, what you call me? Come over. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, next thing I know, it was me and this guy squaring off and all my friends had left. Yeah. Not because they weren't going to get my back. They were drunk too. So they yeah. were going to the next bar. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to get knocked out. And I'm going to be by myself. I'm going to be by myself. <laughs> and then this black guy comes in. Boom tackles this guy that's calling me the c-word nice and the dude is like dude i'm sorry about that it's not cool this guy's my friend he shouldn't be calling you that oh and he cool. went dude that's not cool that's awesome so that his own friend saved me in that fight that's a good story yeah and then let's say a few years later i had just gotten rejected from uh grad school for an mfa program uh-huh they screwed me over they told me like four weeks before the program started yeah so then I was going out a lot, and it was Easter Sunday. My mom said, tomorrow's Easter Sunday. How about you just stay home, and we'll go to church go with to the church, family. Yeah. I said, no, I'm going out to the club. Yeah. I went to the club. At the end of the night, my, my friend saw a girl across the street, was like, what's up, girl? And the girl looked at us, got on her phone. Five minutes later, we were surrounded by ten, like, gangsters. What? We were surrounded by these gangsters. Like, a car pulls up, and these gangsters come out. Because you said hey to that girl? Yeah. What you the? just can't holler at anybody. I guess. So uh, one of these dudes is holding a bat, and I'm like, ooh, this is not good. And then my, and then, like, the head gangster, who was the shortest, went up to my buddy and was like, you talking? Beep, beep, beep. And then my friend said, what are you talking about? <laughs> Bam! Right in, the, right in the kisser. And Dang. he's knocked out. And then my other buddy's on the phone, and he turns around, and he's like, what's going on? Bam! He gets knocked out. And I'm like, oh... And then I look over at my friend. And then things get a little hazy. Yeah. And I look over at my friend. He's bent over. He's wearing a polo shirt. He didn't have any. He didn't have that many polo shirts. So he's just. I just see him being like, my shirt's going to get dirty. My shirt's going to get dirty. Because he got knocked in the head with a baseball bat. Oh, my God. And then I just hear like a ting. And I'm like. And then it starts to rain. And then I notice that the guys are leaving in their car. They're peeling out. And then I'm like, what's going on? And it's like raining and pouring, and then I wipe my face and I look down, and just like a movie, you look at your hands and they're dark black, red, oh or my dark red. God. And I'm like, oh, I got hit by a bat too. And then, uh, so both Somebody of us hit got you in the head with a bat. We both got our heads split open. What the hell? Yeah, that's why I got this scar right here. That's one of the most exciting stories that's ever happened on this show. Well, so let's fast forward. That happened. And, and for then, a guy with the nickname of Koala, that seems pretty dramatic. <laughs> And then, uh, so, my mom, we, we found, the, the guys got the license plate in one of the cars. Yeah. So, for the next, like, two months, cops were calling, saying, we're going to find these guys. And then, a, a private investigator got in contact with us and was like, we, we have the guys in a lineup, if you guys want to come and go through the whole court process. And yeah. that's when my mom was like, why don't you 
just move to LA like you wanted to. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, because at first I said I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to move to LA. And they were like, ah, I don't know about that. Yeah. But then when this happened, they were like, why don't you just skip town? Yeah. Uh, don't, you know, you go through. They were more afraid that if I went to court. Yeah. That that they would, like, they would know what my face looked like, yeah. and maybe they'd get other people or something. I don't know. I think they were just afraid of gang life. So did you go? Did you go to the lineup and? Line no, out? I didn't go. My, I just you moved just to L.A. Down. My mom said move to L.A. <laughs> so I moved to L.A. Not that I was in any danger of any kind right, of gang life. Right, like, forget this, man. She just said, "Don't, don't pursue this. It happened. Mm-hmm. It's uh, done. It's done. Just get out of here. Go to L.A. And I moved to L.A. She's like, "Go on, get yeah, scoot." Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's really dramatic. I had no idea that question would garner such amazing response. You've yeah. been in all kinds of fights. I have. That's awesome. <laughs> so That's... I have a question for you regarding that situation. Um, now, when your mother was telling you to leave town, did she at any point say to you that you are moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air? <laughs> mm. Actually, I, I did have an uncle in, in Compton. And I visited him. That's a little different. And that asshole there. told me to get plastic surgery if I wanted to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and my next question, I guess, would be, you said earlier 2015's been a long, like, kind of a stressful but really good last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. How much better 2016 going to be? Your episode drops in the middle of January, so, you know, it'll be 2016 when people gonna, are hearing your voice. It's going to be fantastic, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have any high hopes that you think are going to happen or that you want to happen at all? I think uh, my happiness gauge and my strength gauge, physical and emotional, mm-hmm. have really been tested this year. So I hope t- 2016 is going to be a... I feel like this is... 2015 was the year of transformation. Yeah. And so 2016 may be writing it out as this transformed guy. That sounds good. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, getting into 2016 stuff. Yeah, so it's not really career-based kind of goals. I just hope that life just feels a little happier. Yeah. I mean, it feels happy, so happy now, mm-hmm. which is incredible. But now you'll round out the new year and start start fresh. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, I told myself this new, this new Tim. 2000, even like 2015 on January 1st, I I struggled with a lot of like eating stuff because the show. When I was on The Neighbors, I played an 18-year-old, and I thought it was appropriate for me to be as skinny as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which leads to all kinds of weird ways of thinking. So okay. I must have weighed about 125 pounds uh-huh. throughout that show. So January 1st, I told uh, my then fiance, I was like, by the time I get married, i got to figure out my eating disorder problem. Uh-huh. So we took pictures of a before and after. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to what my after picture looks like in 2016. Oh, yeah, man. You got, you got strong, man. Well, I think I must have put on about 25 pounds so far. Yeah. So I'm looking to put on another five. Yeah, because I remember when I first 30. met you, you were very, very skinny. Yeah. And yeah. now you got some muscle going. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. You put it on. It's awesome. Yeah. You put I'm all you put on all muscle pretty much. Uh, a little here and there. I, I, I went. We went to Morocco for our honeymoon. Yeah. I lost about 12 pounds there. Oh, that's so, right. Because you guys got sick like immediately a, yeah, too, didn't you? immediately. That was like your honeymoon, right? Yeah, that was our honeymoon. Morocco. And you were, I, I remember seeing fun pictures for like the first day or something, and then it was just like, yeah. we're sick. Death. No good things are happening to yeah. us. <laughs> Oof. That's always a nightmare uh, if that happens, but it happens. Yeah. You know? You try to go visit somewhere and you end up getting sicker than you've ever been in your whole life. Well, yeah, I was so worried that Hanny was, Hannah was going to be sick because she's so skinny. And yeah. I thought she was going to, you know, get a little bit of 
you know, food poisoning or something. But she was strong all throughout. But it's kind of cool that to be living in L.A. to know if you want to lose 12 pounds quick, just go to Morocco. Oh, Take yeah. a trip to Morocco, see some world, and lose 12 pounds oh, in a yeah. week. Oh, man. It's really helpful. Yeah, I don't even ever want to taste Moroccan food ever again. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of food is Moroccan food? What, what, yeah, what they got they five choices, the man. Uh-huh. They got this bread. Right. They got this tagine, uh-huh. which is like a stew. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got couscous, which is not the couscous that we're familiar with. Right. And I'm not really hating on Morocco right now. I'm just... You're saying I'm just what talking you got from my on. experience. No, I get it, man. I get it. Uh, All my Moroccan listeners understand. You're, yeah. you're... <laughs> but imagine if you got sand, uh-huh. and if sand puffed up. Yeah. Like, if, if you got sand wet, what if it puffed up? Yeah. It'd be like small little balls of puffiness. Right. That's, what the, kind of that's what the Moroccan couscous was. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be like... Couscous we have here. Or yeah, like, where it's like fat and yeah. sort of whitish. No, it's really couscous is delicious. It's really just like... Coarse. Yeah, really coarse and dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got that couscous. And then... Uh, it's like, yeah, the meats there, I'm guessing... My, my reasoning for the reason that their meats were so dry and overcooked was because they need to like make sure it's safe, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's really dry meats, right? yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't sound delicious. <laughs> Well, not for a honeymoon vacation, I don't think it's not that delicious. Maybe when we're, like, in our 60s, we would want to go to Morocco, but not yeah. in our 20s and early 30s. I get it. I get it. Well, you know, live and learn. Yeah. It's the whole yeah. point of life. Yeah. We didn't argue once throughout the entire trip, which you is... You didn't? Nope. No, that's good. Four years of dating, arguing every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight days in Morocco, we didn't argue once. Yeah. That's so, nice. Amazing. Yeah. That made the honeymoon the best ever. That's great. Yeah. Nice little break from our good Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, right now we're going to get into an advertisement. Okay. Uh, basically, I always give ads with my guest here so that you can hear the ad and hear about the product, and maybe you'll want to integrate it into your own life. But as, as our listeners know, we don't have a lot of uh, really big advertisers right now as we're a small podcast, and we, t- we typically give ad space to new products that are small or apps that are brand new or companies and things like that, other podcasts and things like that. And so today... We're giving uh, some ad space to a company that's producing a product called the RoboChimp 3000. Have you heard about the RoboChimp 1000 or 2000? No. Uh, they were in the news a couple of years ago. I mean, robots are all the rage, and yeah. they're trying to really perfect robots, and what, what will robots do for us, yeah. you know? And the first robots they made, I think, were kind of scary looking or looking like really creepy robots, so they are like, what does everybody love? Chimps. Chimps. They love the chimps. So uh-huh. they made a robo chimp. And uh, they decided, you know, this would be kind of like a robot chimpanzee butler. And so he would do things, for, you know, hey, robo chimp 1000, get me a get me a Bud Light, you know, and then he would go, uh-huh. ooh, ooh, ah, ah, or whatever he's yeah. programmed to say. And then uh, the only problem was he kind of turned violent and they'd start breaking the glass of the bottle and then threatening the owners of the robo chimp 1000. So they were like, pull the plug on that one. Yeah. Let's get RoboChimp 2000. That one kind of reverted to, like, things that normal chimps do, like peeing and pooping in places and flinging it, things like that. Nathan had one, and he still likes it. I don't understand. I just turn it loose in my friends' houses and they fling not around. And so you like the RoboChimp 2000? Yeah, yeah. Well, the RoboChimp 3000 is supposed to be the newest... uh, iteration of this product and it's supposed to be a really nice butler that also has softer hands for massaging you know Uh um 
kind of nervous to let something so violent and flinging poop with soft hands come around me and give me a massage. I'm afraid they're going to choke me or something. Well, I, do, I, do I get one at the end of this? Um, well, I'm going to, I'll ask. Oh, I, I get one for sure because it's, you know, they're, you know. Well, if you're afraid of it, you can, I, I, I'll take it. Maybe, yeah, that's what I was thinking. If I get one for sure and I'm going to maybe spend one night with it and see how it, how, how it is. I, I'd, I'd prefer it to be like. Fresh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh Robotip 3000. Yeah. This makes it sound like I'm going to do something weird to the Robotip. <laughs> Which I'm not, and I don't want this ad space to go sour with your horrible gutter brain. Okay, Tim? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, Nathan, can you edit that part out where he called me a Robochimp rapist, basically? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, basically, though, maybe you can come over and hang out, and we'll see which one of us it, it attaches to more. All right. How about that? Yeah, maybe he can... He can massage us both at the same time. That doesn't sound good either. What? <laughs> hey, I think we've all seen this movie at a bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's for the RoboChimp 3000. Check him out today. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, robot chimpanzee. Mm. So welcome back to the show. That was our first after the show, and uh, we're going to go into right into a fan favorite of this show. It's a segment called The Compliment Corner. Mm. In The Compliment Corner, it's a chance for us, you and I, just to ignore everyone else in the room and have a uh. sincere moment where you, we'll look each other in the eyes, and I'll give you a compliment as a man, and you'll fling <laughs> one right back at me as a friend uh. man. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. You ready for that? <laughs> you got such kind eyes, and it's so welcoming to me right now. I've got to say yes. Oh, I'm well, ready. that was almost like a compliment before we even got into Compliment uh -huh. Corner, but I'll take it. So, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, well, welcome to Compliment Corner. I'm Ryan. I'm Tim. Nice to meet you, Tim. Nice to meet you. All right, well, I will say as my compliment to you that uh, I was going to kind of say what you said about my welcoming. The first time I met uh -huh. you... You gave me the biggest smile and warm eyes towards me, uh, and I was just immediately, as we shook hands and we did the bro hug thing uh, when we first met, and I immediately knew this guy's good people, and uh, we're going to be friends for a long time. <laughs> and I still feel that way about you every time I see you, man. Uh, thank You're you. a good friend. Uh, well, I'll say, when I first met you, I thought this guy's really nice, and when I heard you play, I was like, this guy's nicer than he needs to be because he is one of the most amazing musicians I've ever met. Oh, so, dang it. I'm telling you, you don't have to be this nice. <laughs> you don't have to be as nice as you are. Dude, thanks a lot, man. Well, that's been Compliment Corner. Oh, well, yeah, I'll just <laughs> for that. <laughs> All right, well, the next segment we're going to go to is called Learning by Listing Rapid Fire. In Learning by Listing Rapid Fire, I'm going to give you a topic, uh -huh. okay, and then I'll say go. And after I say go, you'll have five seconds to list as much as you know about that topic. Oh, man. Okay? <laughs> okay. Or list as many facts or anything you can, okay? And, right. and basically what this does, it gives our listener a chance to say, hey, I really like this Tim Joe. I wonder what he knows about this topic, you know? Oh, man. And, and not only do they get to see what you know, but they also get to see how your brain works when you're mm. put in the hot seat. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So they really get a new color on who you are as a person, and I like to give my listeners that kind of insight. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you're going to give me a topic, and mm -hmm. I just talk about it. Yeah, I say go. You have five seconds to list as much as you can about that topic in five seconds. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. The Today's topic for learning by listing rapid fire is 
Characters in Ninja Turtles. Ninja Go. Turtles. They're named after the, the famous uh, Italian Renaissance artists. We got Leonardo Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. Stop. Dude. Oof. I'm going to give you a high five. I should have done better. Well, what, what, do you, what do you mean? You wanted to list more characters? Yeah, I shouldn't have just named the turtles. That well, was a waste was, of time. But what was cool about what you did was you explained who they were and what they were named after, which is mm. not something I would have done. Or what most people, I don't think most people would say they're named after Renaissance painters, and that's a kind of a cool fact. Huh. You know? I think that was a cool fact. That gives my listeners insight into, you know, Tim is a detail-oriented kind of guy. <laughs> and yeah. I think they got that from the way you played that game. Oh, thank you. Isn't that interesting? Thank you. What are some other characters that you know in the... In the, in in the, the universe? In the Ninja Turtle universe. Ah, I just know them all. You don't want to get this game started. That's I, not a game you want to get started. There's not that many. There's... So many. Let's go through it. Huh? I want to hear it. It's, this podcast is how long? As much long, as, long go as we want it to be. This could go on forever. All you said, forever? <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the villains, everybody, side characters. There, are, you, are, you, are you reading the comic books or something? Uh, the, show. The, show? the show. The shows, yeah. And you really know all of these, and you're not prepared to list any of them because you're afraid the podcast will be too long. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it turns out I made a friend recently this year, and he's... You, you've got some friends that you hold dear, near and dear because you're just like, they're cool people. Right, for sure. This one, one of one of my friends, he, he writes actually for the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Whoa. So when I found that out, and this uh, this iteration, yeah. this generation's iteration of the Ninja Turtles, and it's, pr it's fantastic. It's a really solid show. Yeah. Well-written, funny, and uh, so I watch that all the time still. Oh, man. So you're really not joking. You yeah. really do know, like, I, I do all know the my, characters my from Ninja all Turtles, yeah. Okay, well, maybe we shouldn't list all of them. Yeah. But I do, would like to meet this friend of yours, and I would like to eat pizza with him. And, oh, he's fantastic. And we could have a fun time talking about yeah. turtles and saying the words that they say. Yes, yes. So can we do that? Uh-huh, Okay, yeah. sweet. Um, all right, well, the next segment is a segment um, that I love, and our listeners have said it's funny, that they and they can't wait to have an opportunity where they get to have this segment in their lives. And this is a segment called Secret Moments with Ryan. Secret Moments with Ryan. So, as you know, I have, you know, I like friendship, and I often like to have secret moments with those friends that, that unite us in a more deeper way and become, help us make better friendships with each other, basically. Uh -huh. um, but they're secret moments because I don't tweet about them, I don't Instagram these moments, I won't uh -huh. Facebook, you know, pictures of them or anything like that. Uh -huh. It's just a moment for you and I to have together. Yeah. And so, what I'm going to do is I'll show you a couple pictures, mm -hmm. okay, and we'll talk about the pictures, not giving clues as to what the picture is. We'll just talk about our emotions, okay, our feelings, our thoughts that maybe get brought up by these pictures, mm -hmm. and then it'll bring us together, but the audience will never be able to know what we're talking about. Okay. So don't give them clues. I don't want any tweets in to the yeah. podcast saying, hey, Ryan, I think we know what it is. Is it this? Yeah, and yeah, have yeah. To go. No. You know? Just talk about how I feel. You just, just emotions, yeah. thoughts. Okay. What yeah. does it bring to your mind? Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Here's our first, first picture. Mm. Let me see if I can brighten the screen a little bit so it's a little bit brighter. Ooh, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. What does this bring up in your mind? Majesty. Mm. Just, uh... Strength. Strength. Power. Yeah, power. Not fear. Yeah, Not at all. No Maybe. fear, which is interesting, which is interesting because it is interesting. You, you would feel that maybe we should be We fearful, should have some fear. But if anything, I just feel like comfort 
Yeah. I get that. Well, also, because I'm with you right now looking at this, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not scared. But if I were to yeah. get it by myself... I have a very calming personality that yeah. is calming you down when you see this. So maybe you are scared of it. Yeah. So maybe if I was uh, on my laptop at home, just browsing... Ah! Yeah. If I, if I came across that, maybe... Ah! <laughs> I can see that happening. Yeah. Even to me. I can see, if I'm alone in my apartment and I see this picture, I might get freaked out. Yeah. But because I'm here and there's four men in this room... Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Nathan, sorry, this is totally off topic. Um, isn't it interesting that intern Neil he can't he can't be on the the teen trampoline because he's one year out. He's twenty years old. He can't do the teen trampoline. I was thinking we could cut to teen trampoline later, but we can't. Well, no, but but he played an eighteen year old on television, so that's he could true. actually. But that was a couple of like years ago, so that's twenty. Even that even that eighteen year old is twenty now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. All right, well, back to Secret Moments with Brian. Oh. Uh, the, second, the second moment is here. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Feel, you know, a little bit of longing. Yeah. A little bit of longing. I'm there. I'm right there with you. Uh-huh. Good memories. Yeah. Basically nothing but good. Yeah. A little bit of a, I'm just feeling like a, a little bit of a, an excitement. Yeah. Too. I get that. I have that, that excitement kindling it's like you know how then when uh you know like a pilot light yeah in a house you know what i'm talking about yeah, there's yeah. like that little flame that's always burning yeah, and then yeah it lights yeah. the whole house with heat. that's what i'm thinking yeah it's just on mm-hmm. you know everything's fine yeah and it's just on back there and it's mm-hmm. not, you know at some point we can just turn it up well the thing is i think the gas is running uh-huh so when you turn that up the house is going down Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna take that in a positive way. Yeah. <laughs> if that happens to somebody's actual house, I feel bad. But in this metaphor, I think it's totally cool. Yeah. Burned a whole damn city down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the way you put that. You looked in my eyes <laughs> and said that. The the audience listening right now, it's not a visual podcast, you know, yeah. a medium, so it's hard for them to see when we make this eye contact and yeah. things. But that was a really cool moment where you looked in my eyes and said, "Burn the whole city down." I, I did that. I just did that. <laughs> Well, that's been Secret Moments with Ryan. Did you like that? Yeah. Nathan, do you ever feel left out when we're doing Secret Moments with Ryan? I was over here reading uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics, actually. Oh, okay. Mm. So you don't feel left out, is the answer to my question. I didn't ask what you were doing. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Raphael just hit Krang in the head. Krang? Yeah. Do you know who that is? Yes, I do. I don't know who Krang is. I don't know, Bebop, Rocksteady, Casey Jones. He's a neutron. Krang is that little pink brain guy, and he has like a... Oh, that nasty little thing. I I do remember that little guy. Okay, this next segment we have is called Own, Destroy, No, Exists, But Never Enjoy. Three categories. Have you ever played FMK? No. You know what that is? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I know what it is, but I didn't... I don't like the F. So, Me neither. I don't like that word. I don't like that game. Yeah, because it either. means you have to pick somebody. You get three celebrities. You yeah, pick one like to that. sleep yeah, with, yeah, one to marry, and one to kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I made up this game. It's a lot friendlier. It's called Own, Destroy, No Exists but Never Enjoy. So I'll give you three things that I know you enjoy. Okay. And you'll have to pick one that will be yours forever. Mm-hmm. One that you destroy off the face of the earth, and it goes down in history as you destroyed yeah. it. Yeah. And one that you will know that it exists, and everybody else on the planet can have it. But you can never enjoy it. Okay. Okay? So you ready for your three things? Yeah. Your three things are snow cones slash shaved ice, Mm -hmm. uh, beer, Mm -hmm. and guitars. 
Three things I know you enjoy. Okay. What was the second? Beer. Uh, Snow cone slash shaved ice, so both of those things. Okay. You know what? I could live a life without snow cones and shaved ice. Okay. I'll give that to the world. Okay. Oh, I will keep a guitar. You'll own guitars? I'll, I'll own guitars. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm going to have to get rid of beer. Whoa! I'm going to have to get rid of beer. That is cruel. So you're giving the world shaved ice and snow cones, but taking away their beer. Yep, yep. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. well, that's it, a wild idea. Well, that's been my 2015 is drinking less. Yeah. So you're like, everybody takes some time off of beer. Everybody takes some time well, off. have a snow cone. Or have a snow ice. cone. Or have one, have one of those shaved ice with the ice cream in it. Yeah, get that's a guitar. Fill it with shaved ice. Mmm. Get a guitar. Well, you own the guitars now, so. I'll give them guitars for taking them with their beer. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Well, that's been undestroyed dogs this but never enjoy. <laughs> this next game I have for us is another fun segment. This one is called Green Light, Red Light, Yellow Light. Hey, there ain't no more lights. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. In this game, I give you a topic, okay? And, um,. I basically, when I say green light, mm -hmm. you have permission to talk about your, your views on the topic, okay? Mm -hmm. And the minute you say something that maybe I disagree with, <laughs> or maybe is a little provocative, uh -huh. or I feel like maybe you're taking too much of a stand, or maybe you're getting the audience heated up, yeah. I'll say, hey, red light. And when you have to stop at that point. Yeah. And then once I've caught my breath and uh -huh. taken a moment to cool off a little bit, uh -huh. I'll say yellow light. And at that point, you should proceed with caution. Uh-huh. And slowly finish up okay. your views on this topic right. until I say, hey, there ain't no more lights. <laughs> and we're done, okay? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So the topic for today is puppies versus kittens. Which is better? Hmm. Okay? Okay. Begin? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Got Green it. light. Puppies. You know, there's a... Uh, a, a, a human response that comes to saying a puppy, when you close your eyes and you open it and there's a puppy in front of your face, mm -hmm. there's a, a a response that we have instinctually. Mm -hmm. there's, an, there's a response that we have instinctually when we see a kitten. When you see a puppy, it's a smile, joy, just your, your, your blood just feels great. Your, your, your whole body is just so happy. When, when you see a kitten, you don't feel the joy. You feel maybe a bit of a warmth and a bit of awe. Like, mm -hmm. aww. Mm -hmm. But puppy, you feel like it's a squealer. It's like a, ah, a puppy! So that's why I believe puppies are superior mm -hmm. to the human as a, as a companion than a kitten. Okay, well, red light. Now, I completely agree. I agree, but I have a feeling that some of my listeners are going, Hey, this is, that's enough! Mm -hmm. That's enough, Tim. Kittens are better. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with them. I actually agree with you on this completely. I think, you know... Puppies are much better than kittens, but I'm asking you to stop because I'm I'm gonna help our listeners through this. There's a few listeners I think in particular that are that need a minute to just cool off. So just okay. don't don't say anything else. Let them cool for a minute. All right. I'm gonna urge them to just breathe in, breathe out. Okay. Take a little, you know, a cooler because the, uh, I do think that Tim is right here, um, but I understand it's a hot button issue, and I just mm. want them to cool off. Don't get so angry at Tim, you know. And now. I'm going to let you finish up your views and kind of wrap this up with a little bow. But I need you to proceed with caution because they're mad at you right now, okay. a few of them. So, yellow light. 
Let me be fair, though. Okay. There's nothing, nothing cuter than a puppy who behaves like a little kitten. And hey! Nothing. There aren't no more lights. So that's been green light, red light, yellow light. Hey, there aren't no more lights. <laughs> um, all right, well, the next game is a fun one for, for us and the guests, I think. And it's a chance for us to basically... Uh, air some grievances mm. about the world around us, and sometimes okay. you know, sometimes you walk around and things happen to you throughout the day that piss you off. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of earlier. I mean, you you mentioned getting hit in the head with a bat. Mm-hmm. I think if that happened to me, it'd be on my list mm. for today. You know, but I mean, that was a long time ago. I'm yeah, not trying yeah. to dredge up bad feelings, but actually, um, I never felt bad about that. You never felt yeah, bad about. It was You're a just blessing. Like, Dang. Yeah, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it moved you to L.A. Yeah, he kind of knocked you all the way to L.A. Yep. Yep. Maybe that was cruel of me to say that in the way that I did. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, so, yeah. So, this is a segment. Have you ever been to a comedy show, like the Comedy Store or Laugh yeah. Factory? And you know how there's a two-drink minimum and uh-huh. the servers come and uh-huh. you've paid good money to watch these jokes, yes. right? Yes. And then, meanwhile, you're sitting at a table and in front of you is a table and a server comes to get their drink order and you can't see the, the comedy anymore because there's a server and they have your their butt right in your face. Yeah. And you can't see it, and you want to poke them in the butt and say, hey, get your dang butt out of my face. Uh-huh. So this segment is called, get your dang butt out of my face, Oof. where we'll talk about things that are pissing us off lately, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll tell those things to metaphorically get their butts out of our faces. Yeah. So I'll start, Okay. and then we'll go around the room. Okay. We'll even get intern, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stick with Liam for you for now. Yeah. <laughs> I know your name's Neil, it's a good but stage I like name. Liam. It felt good when it came it, I was going to say it felt good when it came out, but that made me sound strange. Okay, let's talk to the 20-year-old bit. All right, so today I'm going to talk about something that's happened to me twice in the last two days. Mm-hmm. Yesterday as I was getting into my car, a bee flew into the car with me. And then I got a, I freaked out. I don't want to get stung while I'm trying to drive, so I freaked out, opened the doors until he flew out. And I kind of tried to usher him out. Then today, I uh, a bee lands on my windshield wiper and crawls into my engine and through my air conditioning vent mm. and so i'm going hey what's with all these bees coming to my car all of a sudden and so all i have to say to those bees is hey bees get your dang butts out of my face and car uh do you have something that's pet peeving you right now well you know these days i go to the gym quite a bit yeah there's this one homie who likes to leave his bag at, at, at a station he'll leave he'll leave for a bit Take a mm. stroll, walk around. And I really want that station sometimes. Yeah. And when he does go back to that station, he puts a lot of weight on the station. But his movements are only about two inches deep. Oh. Whether it be a bench press, it's a two-inch bench press. Shallow. Shoulder Shallow press, movement. is a two-inch shoulder press. So when he comes back, or if I try to sit on his station, he'll be like, that's my station, man. And I said, you haven't been here for about ten minutes. Yeah. So what I really want to tell him is... Get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. What a jerk. I hate gym jerks. Yeah. All right. I might have to do one of those as well. As you say, actually, this is incredibly synergistic because that's actually where I was going first. Uh, the at, gym? Uh, yeah, at the gym, there's there's uh, one machine I like to do. Uh, I like to do the stair climber. It's a great. Uh, it's a great one. Yeah, it is. it's a good one. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm getting in shape for hiking, even though I haven't hiked in like a year and a half. Yeah, but yeah, you know. Uh, but anyways, so there's one, 
at my gym, and there is this lady who, um, um, I'm fairly certain this is bad. I think she has an eating disorder because what happens is she'll get on the machine for about three or four minutes, work really, really hard, and then disappear into the bathroom for about a half an hour, leaving all of her stuff on the machine. Now, I have no qualms about moving it, but she has no qualms about raising a giant stink about the fact that, you know, 30 minutes ago, she left a magazine on a machine she was on for three minutes. Therefore, it ought to still be hers. Uh, and uh, she sucks. She she does. She's mm -hmm. just kind of terrible. And uh, yeah, so that lady, uh, get your dang butt out of my face. That's good. That's good. Intern Neil, do you wanna do you wanna have? Is anything pet peeve in you lately? You wanna scoot up to the mic area and say something that's? Because uh, we can't go to the teen trampoline because you're 20, so you can't jump on the teen trampoline. But you can join us for get your dang butt out of my face if you'd like to have a go. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I'm originally from Chicago, and uh, with uh, you know, if, if you haven't heard, it's uh, the windy city. Right. And. Uh, Lately, I don't know about down here, but up in Valencia, it's been some of the windiest I've ever seen. So um, it's like hard to close my car doors and mm -hmm. real bad. So uh, wind, get your dang butt out of my face. Oh, that's right. That's man. a good one. We have those old Santa Anas rolling in. So <sighs> I agree with that. Yep. That's good from intern Neil. Do we, does anybody have another second one? Should we go around for another lap? I'm not sure if I got one, but if we're going around another lap, I can find one. Do you, do you have another one, Nathan? I don't, but but it's the same thing. I, I can definitely come up with one. Do you have another one, Neil? I uh, don't know. Other than that, I'm pretty good. Well, I'll go for a second round, and we'll see if you All guys right. come up with another one. All right. The reason I want to go for a second round is because last night we recorded episode um, something. I don't remember. Uh, episode 16 with Russell Stout. And he's a podcast listener. He likes this podcast a lot. And after we got done, he said, Oh, the only thing I wish we could have done was get your dang butt out of my face. And he really likes the segment, and he want, and he brought up a, su a subject that's very near and dear to my heart, and that is these new chip cards that we get from the bank. And every time that the bank wants, or like Chase Bank, are you guys Chase Bank too? Uh, I'm with City National. Do they do they update their cards they all did. the time? Do they do they have chips in them? Now? Yeah. So we were talking about that last night, and we were just ranting and raving for about 20 minutes after the after the podcast we recorded because. When a bank decides that they want to update their cards, they give you a new number, and then yeah. you have to go through all your internet, like like auto pays mm -hmm. for all your bills and stuff, and change the new numbers, and that's really annoying. Yeah. But now they sent these chip cards, and now we have to learn a new way to use a card swiper because now you have to put it in and hold it, and it takes like a bunch more minutes at every stop, mm -hmm. and then you have to hold it in, and then it tells you to take your card out. It's really annoying. Yeah. And plus, I'm still not done putting all the n new numbers and all my internet things that I have coming out of my account. So I'm getting all these like, hey, you forgot to do a PayPal thing, or you forgot to do your Target thing, or you forgot, to, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's really frustrating. Yeah. So what I have to say is, hey, chip cards, get your dang butts out, out of my, my face. face. I joined in on that one because I feel that one too. Yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. I got and, that's, and that's, I'm going to say, that's in honor of Russell Stout on episode 16 because he <sighs> did bring that up and I felt bad he didn't get a chance to. Say get your dang butt out of my face. So I took that one for the team because it's it's annoying for everybody. Everybody yeah, hates that crap. I feel that. Does anybody else have a second round? You don't have no, to. You got me heated up. That's the one. Okay. That's the one. You're gonna. You're gonna... I, actually, yeah, yeah. I'll do another. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, last night during that discussion, uh, yeah. um, uh, somebody in the room, I don't remember who, brought up uh, the whole Mark of the Beast thing, uh, me. which 
Oh, was that okay? That was. Was we talking okay. about the chips? Yeah, which which may or may not be accurate in this case, but something that 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 really uh, uh, grinds my gears is people who find biblical prophecy in everything bad that ever happens or everything good that ever happens. It's it's somehow this is related to this, and maybe it is, maybe it isn't. No one really knows. But they are absolutely certain of it, and I feel that that's particularly true of like like televangelists. Anytime there's like a weather event, it's because of the gays. Uh, uh, you remember Hurricane Katrina and nine eleven, both distinctly being because of, of homosexuality. Right. Uh, so yeah, people who find biblical prophecies to justify their bigotry uh, get your dang butt on my face. That was a very dang. serious one. Mm-hmm. Dang. It got a little serious That's on that serious one. Real right serious. I mean, not, these are all serious, but that was, I think, that was, took it up another level to some real shit. Mm-hmm. You like that real shit sometimes, I Tim? I love the real shit. Okay. Intern Neil, do you want to, do you, do you have anything else? Well, I guess to go along with that, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting older, but, um, <laughs> you know. You are, in so, fact, getting older. Everybody's every doing that. That's true. But, uh, You'll find that out as you get older. <laughs> Social media these days, uh, I don't know about you guys, it, it needs to get its butt out of my face. Oh, just, oh. just straight up. I love hearing that just from a youngin. Media. Yeah, mm. I love to hear that. Yeah, from the youth? From yeah, the from the youth. Stuff? Because yeah. if I I look young. I'm quite old. Yeah. I'm not in my 20s anymore. You're not quite old. I'm just well into my 30s. Mm. To, enough to say that the teens are the youth. Because I'm not there anymore. <laughs> right, okay, that's what you mean. You're not but, uh, youth. You, you don't consider yourself youth anymore. But I would say if I was a youth, I think I would be social media crazy. Yeah. I would be completely narcissistic. And I would be, uh, uh, yeah, just be, I would be out of the, uh, I'd be crazy. So it's nice to see that the youth, that there are youth that mm-hmm. feel that this social media thing is getting out of hand. And it needs to get its thing butt out of our face. Exactly. I, I can get behind that. I, I've definitely used social media quite a bit, as you guys probably know, so I can't really uh, mm. say that I hate it too much because I'd be a big old kind of hypocrite kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy social media, but, I, do, but I, don't, I don't enjoy ranting and raving on it, which is something Nathan used to do, mm. and I don't enjoy just selfies all the time. So, so mm-hmm. I kind of use it for fun. I like to make jokes. Yeah, yeah. I like to say funny things. I like to take pictures of cool events or cool people mm-hmm. and food, you know? Yeah. I'm one of those guys that likes food pictures. People are like, I hate food And I'm like, I like to look at food because I, I like food. When I was super skinny, I lived off of food pictures. Yeah. <laughs> that was my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mmm, food picture. Mm-hmm. I had 10 food pictures today for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now it's time for our second ad. Uh, this is a New Orleans-based company uh, that recently, I guess, made a bunch of uh, surplus product and now they're just trying to get rid of it and so it's a free service that they're providing mostly in New Orleans but they'll 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 I think they're doing little like pop-ups in other cities where they have a truck coming and it's called chip clips for nip slips um, they made a whole bunch of chip clips I don't know with like uh, different different slogans on them and things and uh, just just for you know those bags of chips when you have a bag of chips and you yeah. don't want to eat them all, so you need a chip clip bag uh, for the bag. Oh, I'm very familiar with those. So they made a bunch of chip clips, but then no one is buying them. So now they're just like, well, what are we gonna do? We have all these chip clips, so we, I guess we should give them out for free. But yeah. or they're like they're like five dudes, and like, well, maybe we could see boobs. Yeah. And so they're going, hey, instead of you know they're from New Orleans, so they're like, hey, let's just drive around and 
instead of Mardi Gras beads, we'll just throw chip clips, which I think is kind of dangerous. I I like it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I shouldn't make fun of them, on, you know, on the ad while I'm giving them the ad space. But yeah. it seems like I'm like I'd be afraid of getting hit in the eye. Well, the thing or is, or one of those chip clips coming open and well, I mean, <laughs> turning like into the, a nip clamp. With Mardi Gras beads, you show your nips, right? And nip you slip. get to wear the beads. So right. if you show your nips and you get a chip clip, where do you put the chip clip? Mm-hmm. On your nips. That, on the nips. But yeah. see, chip clips tend to be much more powerful than like a standard uh, nips are nipple pretty strong. Clamp. Nipples are strong. They're stronger than you know. Huh, I'm I don't know. This. I don't know how strong they are. That's interesting, though, yeah. that you say that. It sounds like you're speaking from experience. Well, I'm wearing chip clips on my nips. Are you really? Right Do you now. know these guys from New Orleans? The I, chip clips for nip slips guys? Yeah, they're my cousins. They're your cousins? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Are they the same guy? I mean, Houston is close to New Orleans, so I actually Very believe that they're probably pretty close to you. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Are you the model on their Kickstarter page? That nipple is mine. Oh, the nipples. Mm-hmm. Oh, that really strong-looking nipple? Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Nipple well, that, modeling. That's some good work right That's there. another synergy thing that happened today. I had no idea you were cousins with those guys. Yeah. And did you know... It, they didn't know that you were coming on the show. No, they didn't. I didn't tell anybody. They, okay. I didn't even tell Nathan just good until guys. you got here today. They they, they know... They, they follow new and noteworthy on... Oh. Uh, they, they listen to all the podcasts that are on there, so... Oh. They, must, they just try to reach out, try to get as much... Uh, you know, sponsorship. Yeah, well, they want. I think they're going to stop in LA in in uh, April. April. So April of 2016. 2016. And, and they said, then they were just like, "Can you start telling people about chip clips for nips? Let's, we'd like to see as many LA boobs as we can and give as many." And they're and this boys and girls too. They're not saying just girls. Oh yeah, yeah, no. This is uh, you know, men and women can show their boobs. Yeah. And that's that's just a fact. Like you you know, you can be a man and show your boobs. It's fine. You know? I think that's something that the world needs to be a little more comfortable with these days. The nip, freeing the nip? Yeah. Isn't there a hashtag no, free no, the nip going No, no, men around? need to be more comfortable. If you're like wearing a tank top or a cutoff tee, mm-hmm. you should be more comfortable showing your nip. Hmm. You think men are very nervous about showing their nip? I think so. In public? Because you don't know. Some guys have a bit of hair around it and you're not really uh-huh. used to... What if you're in a restaurant and somebody's nips comes out? It depends on what kind of restaurant. Hmm. Italian restaurant? I don't know if it's as appropriate because... Mm-hmm. Visually, when you're eating things like sausage or things like little, you don't want to see a nipple and uh-huh. then attribute that with your dish. But let's say like, I don't know. Uh, or do you? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Or do I? Maybe I do want to see a nipple when I'm eating sausage. I don't know. You got that gutter brain, though. Uh, I do? Yeah, you got the gutter brain with you your, your robot shrimp. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's been documented on my podcast that I'm not a gutter brain, I don't think. Wait, so that gutter brain was for me? Which one? The gutter brain. Just now? The monkey gutter brain. Monkey Robo, gutter brain? Robochimp. Uh-huh. Whose gutter brain was that? That was yours coming out. That was yours? I think that was You wanted it a massage before you gave it me. Hey, I would never dare, on a, during an ad space, get gutter brain on an ad space. That was all you, man. It's my cousins. They all understand. Robochimp. Yeah. Robochimp 3000 is not a sexual toy. It's I a, didn't say it was a sexual toy. Butler. You guys, the listeners couldn't see this, but he was winking at me when he said Robochimp was going to give him a massage. Right. That is not fair. He was winking at me. That's not fair. I was just winking at you because it's a normal time for me to <laughs> wink at you. We wink at each other as friends all the time. I know we do. Well, now Robochimp's going to be happy because they got basically two ads. Oh, yeah. And Chip, Chip Clips for Nips is going to want another ad at some point. They will. Because you ruined it. Talked about gutter brain and RoboChimp. Yeah. 
Anyway, that's been an ad for Chip Close for Nip Slips. Check them out on their websites all over. Just Google them or whatever. I don't care. And then uh, that's going to bring us to the, you know, the ending of our show when we start to talk about uh, the fact that I'm super strong, you yeah. know, and today's strength level, of course, was Mastodon, right? Yeah. So would you say that you're super strong or as close to, you know, as uh, close to being as super strong as a Mastodon? I think so. I think I'm stronger. You think you're stronger than a Mastodon? I'm way stronger than a Mastodon. Well, let's talk, well, talk about, so as, as you know, this is an inspirational and motivational podcast where people can come on and then I, they, they give my listeners advice mm -hmm. throughout, you know, that they can use throughout the week until our next guest comes on. Mm -hmm. And um, so what's some advice for, that you can give to, like, how do you live in a week of Tim Joe? You know, what do you do that makes you super strong? Well, I am uh, an actor who is currently unemployed. Mm-hmm. And so when you're living a life without any structure, you're okay. living a life without anything to look forward to or anything to feel great, you know, uh, to look back on. Sure. I think uh, the key is to just be grateful every day. Mm -hmm. So if you, either you're grateful for the food, you're grateful for the love around you, you're grateful for just anything. You're grateful that you can lift a, a few more pounds than you could the week before. If you just live in a constant flow of gratitude, I think you can you can find that that sadness will not be able to keep up with you. I and that's what keeps you strong. That's good advice. Yeah. And that kind of covers all of the bases of strength, whether it be mental, emotional, physical, mm -hmm. spiritual. If you just have gratitude flowing, yeah. you're thankful for everything you get, that's going to keep you strong in all those aspects, don't you think? Believe so. Well, the other thing we always do at the, at the end of the show is talk about... Um, things that we can plug for you. How can people check you out, whether it be social media or if you have show You're in a band. You're, first of all, you're in Animals of Kin, which mm -hmm. is kind of like in hibernation, but yeah. people can look out for that. Yeah. I'm in that band as well. Yes, yes. Um, you were in Neighbors. I'm sure they can still check out those episodes yes, somewhere. Yes. Maybe in 2016, I, I was in a fun little show called uh, Mystic Cosmic Patrol, which is uh, Power Rangers meets... The Office. Ooh. So hopefully by 2016, there's going to be a little rumbles about it. But I don't think it's going to be until like mid-2016 okay. that something really happens with that. So little rumbles on that. Yeah, little rumbles on that. I've got a new little punk band mm -hmm. that I'm jamming with called Much Better. Yeah. And that has uh, Charlie Saxton, Charlie a mutual Saxton. friend of ours that's also, that some of our listeners probably know. He's going to be on a show as well that's coming out soon, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got a show on Fox called Cooper Barrett's Guide to Surviving Life, which looks... Amazing! It, it looks, looks like awesome. it's like uh, the new girl, but aimed for guys mm -hmm. and and girls. But just looks like a really fun show. Yeah, I'm excited for Charlie and that you guys are getting all, that much better band is getting all kinds of noise yeah. right now. You guys yeah. are doing lots of shows. I mean, both of us sort of uh, the song the band itself has a lot of songs that are a little sad mm -hmm. about longing or loss. Yeah. But we named the band much better because things will always be much better. That's right. And do you guys have social media that they can follow? Uh, right now, I think we're a much better band, or underscore much better on Twitter, uh -huh. uh, or dude much better on Facebook. Uh huh. So we got those three things. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and what's your? What are your uh, like personal social medias? Uh, mine's. I think mine across the board. I think it's hello Tim Joe, like Twitter and Instagram mm -hmm. and Snapchat. And I suggest they follow you. Yeah. You I'll, also. I will yeah. have you mention. You also have a dog. Yeah, actually, follow my dog. His his is Andrew underscore I can't, mm -hmm. and uh, he's way more famous than me than I am. He's he's <laughs> he made does, a lot more income than I have this year as well. <laughs> Woo, that doggy! He's had a successful year. He's had literally a successful making year. money for you guys. He's actually he's actually making more money than me. And he probably wants to go to college uh, or something with the money. He wants to. He, I mean, he of course he wants to like be a singer, but yeah. 
I don't know how to. So people, I mean, people that are, there's probably people, listeners that already know who Andrew Akant is, and now they're going, wait, this is the owner of Andrew Akant? Yep, yep. Because <laughs> that's, I love little Andrew. Every yeah. time I met him, he's been super happy, little teddy bear of a dog. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I love that. He's, he's very best. small. I'm not, I'm not normally a fan of, like, really small dogs, but something yeah. about Andrew and his little fluff balliness. He's a, I think it's also the name. Yeah, Andrew. He's just something about it. Yeah. Yeah, love that guy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have anything else you want to plug today? And like, like I said before, you know, we'll do an intro where we plug stuff when we get closer to actually releasing the episode. But no. if there's anything else you want people to check out, just plug uh, strength. I love, I love strength. I love, I love your podcast. I love the name of the podcast. Thank you. I love you. Right. So uh, love you too, homeboy. I think uh, everyone should continue to listen to this and be inspired and get stronger in life. Thank you, man. Well, as usual, I always plug uh, Chad Coleman, who did our logo art, which you were complimenting earlier before the mm-hmm. show, which I'm so proud that Chad Coleman did the art. He's awesome. So check him out. Chris Hackman, who's also been on the show, did our intro and outro music. We all love Chris. And then I always give Nate a chance to plug some stuff. You got stuff to plug, homeboy? Sure, absolutely. Uh, first off, uh, uh, at No Town Sound on pretty much everything. Uh, and then also, um, I usually plug Angela Muezzi. I'm actually going to plug an artist that she wrote for today, um, an artist by the name of Miriam Victoria. Check her out at miriamvictoria.bandcamp.com. Sweet. And I think that's really it. Uh, intern Neil, do you have social media you want people to follow you at? You're welcome to plug it if you want. Uh, yeah, sure. You can actually uh, check out my website, uh, herodaudio.com. That's H-A-R-R-O-D, audio.com. Awesome. Follow him. This is the first day he's been in here running the boards instead of Nathan. And I think it was pretty fun. Nathan got to chill out in the big chair and just watch watch intern Neil chilling out. So that's kind of that's kind of fun. It's great for me. <laughs> I'm sure. Did you say it's grape for you? Mm, great. I didn't, but that sounds, I like grapes. So, yeah, it was grape for me. It was grape for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's time to take this little birdie in for a landing. Do you know how to do that, Neil? It's your first day running the board. Let's see if he knows how to do it. Yes. Today was a great day having my good friend Tim Joe in here. And as, as you all know, I like to spend a little time talking to one of you at the end of the show. You know who you are, and I won't call you out as I normally don't, but you have kind of fallen off the wagon. And I've heard about it, and I want you to know that I'm there for you, and that I care about you. You know, you can't you can't go on just falling off wagons all the time and getting your scraped knees and your hurt arms and your uh, broken head. You know, you can't do those type of things. Tim knows about having a broken head, and and you talked about it earlier. So try to put on a seatbelt when you're on the wagon. I just heard about you falling off the wagon all the time, and I have to worry about that physically. Uh, our bodies aren't meant to take so much physical trauma, so please, just get up, get a seatbelt on, you know, be more safe on the wagon that we're talking about, and listen to the show every week, and garner some real strength and inspiration from my guests, from Nathan, from me, and that way when you wake up in the morning and you haven't fallen off a wagon for a couple of days, you can go, hey man, I'm getting stronger, I'm not all broken boned all the time. And that's going to make you feel good. And if you keep on doing that, soon you're going to be super strong, just like Ryan. Boom. Yeah. I don't know what that thing about the wagon was. I was going for a drunk thing, and I was like, I don't want to talk about people being drunk on the drunk wagon. So then I started making the physical. <laughs>